0: Hey there and welcome back into the direct selling accelerator podcast. My name is Sam Hind and for all of you direct sellers out there right now who are trying to figure out how do I use social media effectively? How do I waste less time, get better results, and know what's going on on social media right now? This episode's for you. I'm going to be talking to you today about the five best social media practices that you can be using in direct selling right now, both to reach your dream customer, to convert your dream customer, to build the all-important relationship, and to be delivering Facebook and Instagram what they're looking for as well. Because let's face it, you've got to be playing the social media game in order to be getting the results that you want to be getting. And to do that, we need to know what they're looking for. So let's dive on in. This is going to be a nice, quick, snappy episode for you, but it's going to be filled with golden nuggets that you can take away, use and implement in your business straight away. So let's get stuck into it. Okay, so number one, number one of the five best practices that you can be implementing in your direct selling business right now is probably one of the most important ones that gets ignored the most. And this is consistency. This is purely a habit forming thing. But consistency is key when it comes to being successful on social media for a number of reasons. The first reason that consistency matters is because you want to show social media what it is that who it is that you're trying to connect with and the sort of content that you are regularly delivering. So aside from the fact, and we're going to talk about how this connects with your audience in a moment, but aside from the fact that this helps you connect on a different level with your audience, it's also going to help you get seen by more people. So consistency is very, very important. But let's have a little bit of a look now as to why that matters for your audience. I want you to think for a moment about how you use social media. When you're scrolling through Facebook or Instagram, do you comment on or click on or like every single post that gets your attention? I would hazard the guess that no, you don't. And the reason you don't is because that's not how people use social media. Yet in our businesses, we are often expecting people to behave in exactly that way. We go, why aren't they commenting on my stuff? It's not being delivered to people. People don't like what I'm doing. Guys, just because people aren't clicking on your stuff doesn't mean they're not paying attention. So the most important thing you can be doing is showing up and consistently showing up because we all know that people buy from those that they like, know, and trust. Now, in order to build that trust with people, we need to show up. So being consistent is the key to helping people feel like they resonate and connect with us. Now, I also want you to consider for a moment Just because someone's not interacting with you right now doesn't mean that they're not going to need what you have. It's just that at this point in their life, at this stage that they're in, they currently don't necessarily have a need for you. But it doesn't mean that tomorrow, next week, next month, or next year, that won't change for them. We know that seasons change, life changes, and so what we want to happen is for you to be consistently in somebody's feed or for them to be scrolling past your content, where you're sharing your journey, sharing your passion, providing value, so that when that person needs what it is that you have and that time happens for them and it's that that season for them you're the first person that they think of because they've been consistently seeing you. Just because Joe Bloggs doesn't need you right now doesn't mean that he's not going to decide in a week or a month's time that he doesn't need a gift of something that maybe you sell or provide or perhaps to lose some weight or get healthy or whatever that might look like depending on what business you're in right now. So I just want you to remember that consistency is important for multiple reasons. We want people to think of you without even realizing they're doing it. And one of the best ways to do that is show up in their feed. And just remember, just because people aren't commenting does not mean they're not paying attention and seeing your stuff. So that's number one of the best practices of social media is literally being consistent. And I'm just going to throw a little clause out there or a disclaimer if you like, and that is be present over perfect. People don't resonate with perfect. They resonate with real. So show up, even if it's not perfect, learn from it. If you make a mistake, learn from it. You know, if you put something out there and it doesn't get results or it gets the wrong results, observe, pay attention, but don't not show up until you get it absolutely perfect. Because number one, people don't care about perfect. And number two, you'll never get it perfect. So the best thing you can be doing is showing up and learning from that. Okay. Number two of the best practices is this, serve and provide value First. One of the things that Greg and I love to talk about when we keynote speak at conferences is the dating analogy. We love to talk about dating before marriage. We have a great sense of humor. We have a bit of fun with this one. And really, at the end of the day, it goes the same for your customers. You know, if you met someone for the very first time and you were, you know, looking for a future husband or wife, you wouldn't jump straight to marriage. You would date them, get to know them. You would share a bit about, you know, what you're passionate about. You'd hear a bit about what they care about. You'd swap values. You'd interact. You'd go on dates. And- You'd pay attention to the things that they care about. In fact, (laughs) let's think about this for a little moment. If you've been married for a really long time, you probably don't do this as much anymore as you did when you first started dating. But when you first start dating, don't you make the extra effort to prioritize the values of the person that you're getting to know? Now, when it comes to dating our customers, this is also really important, but I want to just, you know, talk about the way we actually see people behaving, which is really in line with old school marketing, which is broadcasting. You know, think back, you know, we used to operate from a marketing standpoint, whenever we promoted any business or product On TV, radio and newspaper. Broadcasting channels. This is where we tell the world what we want them to hear and we wait for them to do what we want them to do. But social media does not operate like this. Social media is two-way communication. And one of the big problems that we have on social media is people are using it most businesses, most, uh, you know, independent business owners, even big businesses use social media in the same way that they would have used that old school broadcasting style of marketing. And it doesn't work. So we've got to keep in mind that on social media, the social element has to come into play. And so the most important thing you can be doing, the best thing you can be doing on social media right now is be thinking about how can I provide value and serve my audience first and foremost. It'll also help you build trust. But remember that social media is a form of entertainment. Facebook is looking for content that people want to see. If you understand how the algorithm works, which is the program that operates in the background of Facebook and Instagram, which decides who sees what, that algorithm is actually looking for content that's going to keep people on its platform. That's its sole aim. I want to keep this person on on Facebook for longer and I want to get them back more frequently. So Facebook knows the only way to do that is to actually deliver them content that they're interested in. So the best thing we can be doing as a business, aside from the fact that it's going to help us get to where we want to go faster, is be thinking about how can I be providing content that's of value to my customer? Now, this doesn't mean giving you know discounts and product away and all that sort of stuff. It's simply about understanding what the customer cares about. What matters to them? What makes them tick? tick, What are their values? What are the problems they want to solve? How do I resonate with those things? And how do I then provide content that draws them in that they actually care about seeing? So when we do that, number one, Facebook and Instagram are going to be much more likely to deliver our content to people, but our people are also going to be more likely to look at that content as well and remember you for it. Remembering that we want them to think of you even when they don't realize why they're thinking of you. And the best way to do that is provide value and show them that you care. So consistency, value and serving really, really important. Now, the third thing, number three of the best practices is in fact something that Facebook and Instagram are really hunting for. And in fact, They made some announcements this year again to really lock this one in stone and remind everybody of how important this is. And they've said, we are going to reward people for doing this one thing. Are you ready? It is UGC. I love it how they shorten everything, right? Makes it sound cleverer, but it's much more confusing. (laughs) UGC stands for User Generated Content. And it's simply this posts that you create, captions that you write photographs that you take, videos that you record. Facebook and Instagram want unique content. They want content that you've made that there is only one of. And the reason they want this is because they know that people um, resonate with this stuff, connect with this stuff far more than things that are mass shared. They also connect with user generated content, which is the stuff you create much more than stock images. Now, this doesn't by any means mean you can't use the beautiful images provided to you by your company, or even if you happen to be using Oxano Social, for example, it doesn't mean you can't use the images provided to you on platforms like that. But what it does mean is you need to mix it with a really good amount of your own content, your own photographs, your own captions. Now, when I say your own captions, I also want to really encourage you to keep this one key thing in mind. Use your own language. Do you know, I used to do this, I know lots of people do this, where you you kind of find yourself caught up over trying to word a caption for social media perfectly, and, you know, 20 minutes, half an hour, even an hour later, you're still hovering over the same post trying to get the wording just right. Ever done that? Well, I want to encourage you with this one key thing. Little thought for you, little Sam tip of the day here. If you are having a coffee with your perfect customer um, and you're sitting there and you're chatting away, you don't stop and pause and consider exactly how you're going to say the next sentence every time it's your turn to speak. Likewise, you're not going to do that on social media because you actually know what to say. You've got all the right language and I want you to be you. Your customers relate to and connect with the real you not some made up version of you, perfect version of you, or even a version of you that's more like somebody else, which really isn't you at all. You really want to show up as you. And so that means using your language, use your words. Don't try and be more like somebody else just because they happen to be successful on social media. That's their journey. You're on your journey and you've got your own dream customers that are waiting for you to show up. By the way, when we use language that isn't congruent with us, that we wouldn't normally use, it's completely transparent. People can see it. They know it. And without even thinking about it, they know that it's not you. They don't resonate with it. So be yourself. You are perfect exactly as you are. You've got this. So use your own language. It's what Meta, which is Facebook and Instagram are looking for. And guess what? It's also what your customers are using for. So get in there, play with taking your own photographs. Remember as well, your own photographs that include you are easier for people to relate to than a stock image of some old couple walking along the beach or, you know, the perfectly styled um, flat lay with the, you know, guys. Whilst that looks really pretty, it's not real and relatable, and that's what people want to see. So let's show people that we're just like they are, because they're more likely to do business with us that way. And uh, and show up and do some of our own posts, creating our own content. Really, really powerful. And Facebook and Instagram have said we will prioritize it if you do this. We will reward you for it. So that's number one, consistency. Number two, serving and adding value. And number three is UGC or user generated content. Number four kind of goes with what I just said, but I really felt the need to throw this one in and make this one super duper clear. And it's this be genuinely you use your own language, use things that you care about, share your journey and your passion. One of the key things that you can do here, a really clever way to resonate with your ideal customer is make sure that you're really clear about who that customer is for a start. This is one of the core trainings we do. Greg and I are so passionate about the power of this. We've done lots of podcast episodes on this. We've done loads of training on this throughout our courses, and that is identifying your dream customer. The reason this matters so much, one of the reasons this matters so much is because Facebook and Instagram already know everything there is to know about each and every one of us out there, right? It's scary how much info they have. So it goes without saying, if they already know all of that info about everyone that's using its own platform, as a business, if we want our content to be delivered to the right people for us, it makes sense that we need to know, you know, even part of what Facebook and Instagram know so that we know what they want to see. Now, the first thing here is, get to know them. But then here's the clincher. Here's a little hot tip for you. Another hot tip is work out what do you have in common? You know, what is an interest, a value or a problem that you can really connect with them over? So, you know, for example, have a little bit of a think about the demographic of your dream customer and get so clear about this, guys. Don't be really generic. Uh, If you've heard me speak at any event, you know that being generic is is actually going to hurt you more than help you. Um, So get really specific about this, but think about their demographic. Where in life are they right now? Do they have small children, you know, newborns or, you know, they're at the very beginning of their parenting journey. Are they in the middle of their parenting journey? Are they late in their parenting journey? Do they not have children at all? Are they people who really value their pet? You know, who are you working with? What is it that you have in common? And, you know, have a look at what those common denominators are. You know, I often talk about the example of, for example, you might discover that your ideal customer commonly is interested in, let's say, gardening or, you know, is a novice with indoor plants. We use this example a lot because this is me, right? I'm a novice with indoor plants, meaning that I'm learning. (laughs) I uh, am not a green thumb. I'm not a black thumb. I'm like a gray thumb. I'm kind of somewhere in the middle there. I'm just learning how to keep plants alive. So let's just say that you identify that you know, Hey, you might be in a health and wellness business, right? You, you sell products to help people, um, you know, have more energy, be, be, you know, the healthiest version of themselves using an example here. Okay. So bear with me. So let's say you're in the health and wellness space. You've got a direct selling business in health and wellness, and you identify that one of the things that your dream customer and you commonly shares is a like for plants what this means is you've got something that you can converse over with them. You've got an area you can provide value and an area you can resonate with them over. Now, this doesn't mean that all your social media content contains this because of course, it's not terribly relevant to the business. But what it does mean is that you can show your audience, you get them, you understand them, and you connect with them on their level. So every now and again, you could share a little bit of your journey in this space, share something you just learned or a hot tip, ask a question, knowing that it's something that you hold in common. Now, when I talk about, you know, common interests or, you know, common problems that you're experiencing, I'm not talking about how can you solve those problems or how can you, you know, tap into those interests by selling something to them that relates to what I'm saying is this is a place for you to be yourself and share, share you with them, share your journey with them and connect with them in a really genuine way. So getting to know what is a common interest or common problem that we share. And, you know, the best way to work that out is get to know them. The other really great way to work this out is to be asking questions on your Facebook page as often as you can. You know, and I, you can do that in two different ways. You can ask an engagement question as, you know, a piece of your posting strategy from time to time. And that may just simply be, you know, a really cleverly worded question, like, you know, what's one thing that you can never have enough of, or, you know, finish this sentence, honey, I love you so much. I'm going to buy you another dot, 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 you know, word, a question as such, that's going to help you get some of these answers for you. The other way you can ask this question is, you know, as you get to know people, Comment on their comments or even, you know, from time to time, send a private message, getting to know your customers, your audience that little bit better. So it can shine a little bit of a light on some of these things to help you further provide content on social media that your audience actually cares about. So get to know what you have in common. Really pay attention to that and use it as a little piece of your strategy. Again, you want to make sure that what you're doing is relevant to the business. But what is relevant to the business is also what's relevant to your ideal customer. So really get clear on that. Okay. So be genuinely you, use your language and connect on the same level, right? Like you would if you had a coffee, you'd talk about common interests, right? The very last one, the very last one of the five best practices on social media right now, is one that I know is going to give you some of you guys just a little bit of indigestion as I say it, or maybe you know just a tad of anxiety. So just prepare, okay? It's all okay. There are lots of ways to do this one, but this one is actually really important for loads of reasons. But the first reason that this one's important is because it's what Meta, which is the overarching body of Facebook and Instagram, it's what Meta are. Looking for, okay? It's also what connects with your audience on the very best level possible. And it's this you already guessed what I was going to say, didn't you? Video. All right. There are loads of ways you can do video though. So don't panic too much. If you're hyperventilating right now, it's okay. Take a deep breath. <laughs> Let's talk about some of the ways you can incorporate video into your content. Now, absolutely. You can do live and live is really powerful because it's super relatable. It's in the moment. Um, you know, there are so many different ways you can do lives. So many different things that you can do for a successful live from a quick little three minute hot tip or how to, or behind the scenes to a half an hour tutorial of some description or a walkthrough or Q&A, depending on what works for you. Live is a very powerful thing to do because it is super duper relatable. It's not edited content. It's real life. It's relatable and you can interact with people. So absolutely Facebook and Instagram love it when you do lives. Also, most importantly, your audience love it when you do lives. We've got loads of trainings on lives, guys. We've got loads of podcasts on lives. So I highly recommend that you get in and check some of those out. Of course, if you want to know a little bit more about how to master that space, but let's have a look at some of the other video content you could be doing. You've also got pre recorded, and pre recorded allows you to just get a little bit more comfortable and rehearse and practice if you want to, but it also allows you to edit content as well, which surprisingly is a lot easier than it seems if you're not somebody who, like me, you know, I didn't grow up with technology at school. And I remember the first time someone talked to me about editing a video, and I thought, are you kidding me? Like, how am I gonna do that? Honestly, guys, the apps, the tools that are on your phones now are so super easy. There's some really simple little tutorials to help you to edit your videos and, you know, cut them, add extra things in. And here's one that you've learned without even realizing that you're learning it. Reels. Facebook and Instagram are absolutely 100% prioritizing reels. Reels are short form video and these are trending. We know these are trending. Um, They're being consumed at lightning speed. And you know what? I, I would hazard a guess that you probably look at reels yourself. They're really quick. They grab people's attention. So they are a really great thing to do. But interestingly enough, the creation of reels actually inadvertently is teaching people to edit videos without them even realizing that they're doing it. So if you get comfortable with using a reel. I can tell you right now, by doing that, you've actually learned to do video editing, which, you know, you can now do on, you know, iMovie and and lots of other apps that you can download for free on your um your your smartphone. So get in and play with reels. It's gonna teach you a lot more than you think it will. But of course, if you utilize reels, it's also going to push your content out to more people. It's gonna help you be real and relatable. But I'm gonna put a great big butt out there right now. And it's this. Guys, just because you see somebody else singing and dancing and voicing over to a reel doesn't make that a good piece of content for you. Okay, Reels are something that are grabbing a lot of attention, but I've also noticed that a lot of people are getting a lot of the wrong attention from reels. Now, wrong attention doesn't necessarily mean negative attention. It just means you might be getting a whole lot of People looking at your reels that are never going to buy from you. So one of the things to keep in mind is if you're going to go down the road of using reels as a strategy for your business, and I I really do highly recommend that you incorporate it as one of your elements, think about how you can do it to make it valuable to your audience and what sort of reels are going to attract the right people in for you. Because I don't want you wasting your time. So, you know, think to yourself about some of the things I've already talked about, you know, in this podcast episode, for example, how do you serve and add value? You know, what is, what do you have in common with your ideal customer? Those are all questions you need to ask. And then how do you keep it relevant? That's probably one of the most important things. And I can tell you, I've got some funny stories about how I learned this one the hard way. And I'll always share in our trainings, you know, any mistakes we've made to avoid you making those same mistakes. But you know, mistakes are one of the best ways to learn. So one of the things to remember is you don't need to reinvent the wheel because other people have already done it. So let us help you with all of this stuff. Don't forget, by the way, if you want more tips and tricks on any of these things, you want help in any of these spaces, we do have a free Facebook group called Social Media for Direct Sellers with Greg and Sam we would love to see you in there. And we've got loads of tutorials, trainings. We do Q and A's, we do page reviews. Um, so get on in there, check it out um, and make sure that you're asking those burning questions in there. We'd love to help you and serve you. But just coming back to video for a moment, we've talked about live, we've talked about pre-recorded, we've talked about reels. Don't forget, you can also do video within stories, but there's also another two elements to video that are also really powerful. One of them are slideshows, so still images pieced together to create slideshows. This is also a form of video. You can do this inside of our social media scheduling platform that we've created for direct sellers called Oxano Social. It is a super easy way to make really powerful, awesome looking videos from still images. The other way that you can create video, of course, is by using a GIF. A GIF is a short moving image. Most people are familiar with what a GIF is, but this also counts as a piece of movement or a piece of video content. It stops people in their tracks. It gets them to have a look and there's loads of ways to incorporate them into your content as well, even creating your own. So, That is it for today. They are my five tips for best practices for social media uh, for direct sellers right now. So just to summarize those, we've got be consistent. That is show up every day, just once a day. By the way, when I say be consistent, I don't mean you need to be on social media every day, creating content. Schedule ahead. That's why we have a scheduling platform we've provided for you guys. So schedule ahead. But have a piece of content that goes up every day so that you're constantly in the feeds of your potential audience. Number two is serve and add value first before you go telling them what you want from them. Date your customers, right? You wouldn't jump straight to marriage in a relationship. Don't jump straight to the sale with your customers. You want to date them first. Number three is UGC, user-generated content. Make sure that you are putting some of your own captions, your own photographs, your own videos even in amongst your content so that you're not only using stock images or sharing other people's stuff your customers want to hear from you and Facebook and Instagram will reward you for that. Fourth is genuinely be yourself, use your language and connect on a level that your ideal customer is going to care about. So just think about those conversations you would have in real life if you were in front of them. What are the things you have in common? Be yourself, use your language. You don't need to be more like anybody else. You just need to be more like you. And that's exactly what your audience is looking for. The very last one is video, incorporate video into your content. There are lots of different ways to do it. Shake it up, play with different ideas, but definitely make sure that you're incorporating video in there. Why? Because it's being consumed by your customers most, first and foremost, above anything else. We know this, but also Facebook and Instagram are prioritizing it. So if you want to get pushed out to more people, it's one of the key ways to get seen. So that's it from me today. I hope that this episode has been really helpful for you. Don't forget, you can find us inside of our free Facebook group that is Social Media for Direct Sellers with Greg and Sam. We'd love to see you in there. And if you want to know any more about how you can jump on in and and join us inside of our our platform, Oxano Social, how you can do more memberships, et cetera, with, with us, get into that group, ask the question, or you can always email us at grow at oxano.global. One thing I will say is we don't open our memberships up all of the time. We have moments where we open them up. We allow people to jump on in because we want to make sure that we're taking care of everybody. We're serving you all. So uh, if you want to know about when our next intake is into any of our memberships and how they work, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to connect with you. Most of all, we would love to serve you and support you in your direct selling business. But that's it from me today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate you. I'd also love to hear any podcast requests if there's particular topics that you would love to see on the direct selling accelerator podcast or a guest that you would love to see. There is no one off limits in my world. I'll reach out to anybody. So, uh, send them through. I'd love to hear from you, but in the meantime, take care of yourself. God bless. We'll speak to you next week on the podcast. Bye for now. If you love this video and you would love more help to improve your direct selling business on social media, then click on the link to join our Facebook group. I look forward to seeing you in there.